1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Welcome back to it. We uh, set sail in the uh, 4 o'clock hour here on Gwyn and Chris. Chrisello, Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios here in San Diego. Tony Gwynn Jr. Live from Peoria, Arizona where the uh, Padres fell today to the Los Angeles Dodgers 7-6 was the spring training final. Padres' record now 2 and 2 and uh, of course uh, nobody's all that concerned about that. Everybody else busy celebrating the fact that Manny Machado has signed the contract extension to stay with the Padres. Uh, news that came down yesterday. 38 How much is it a per year? again? 31.8. Yeah. 31.8 per year for Manny Machado. You know, they met in the middle, right? I mean, Manny said he wanted 400 total. The Padres were off in about 285. They met in the middle. That's how long good negotiations should uh, wind up.
3: Yep. Yeah, but that's what happens when two parties want to be. Want to make it work. Want to make it work, for yeah. sure. And you find, find mid-ground. Mid, mid
2: Well, you know, there was some talk last week that uh, Manny and his people had said, you know, no more negotiating until the season is over. But uh, Tony actually pointed this out on the show Friday that uh, you had heard that they were actually still kind of talking. That turned out to be very, very, uh, very, very uh, good news, Tony, and correct (laughs) news, I might add, because they were still talking and Peter Seidler Said, hey, he wanted to get it done. It was his top priority, and uh, Manny will be a Padre for the foreseeable future and then some. And uh, this Padre team goes back to being distraction-free as it uh, sets sail on a 2023 season that uh, I know Padre fans hope winds up with the franchise's first ever World Series championship, and that is not ridiculous to, you know, be rooting for. <laughs> that's that's that to me is all you can ask. From your franchise, from the team that you follow, is a legit chance to win, and a legit chance to win it all. Not every team in baseball can say that. As a matter of fact, there's probably fewer than ten, right? That can really say it. But the Padres are one of them. So that's uh, that's that's a happy that's a happy note to be sure.
3: Yeah. No, I think um, you know at first it seems like. What Peter? What if Peter says he wants something, and he, he's pretty, pretty uh, got a pretty good record of getting it. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it just speaks a lot of it speaks to a lot of of about Manny. Um, I, listen, outside of of, I shouldn't say that. There's been more guys who have wanted to stay here, um, aside from my dad. Um, but it seemed like in the past we didn't have the right ownership that was that could make it happen. That would that would be somewhere in this middle ground that we're talking about. Now we have an owner who 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 will do it. And we didn't have the player until Manny showed up. Manny showed up and you know I, I think to his to his credit he has grown into this leadership role and I think the other thing that I think was smart, right, he didn't know this guy had been on the East Coast his entire life. He didn't know if he was going to like it here in San Diego. So he had that opt out put in there. Um, he got a chance to, to see what this city was about. I think he's enjoyed himself and, you know, I think the proof is in the pudding. There's no opt out in this 11, 11 year, at least there's no reportedly, there's no, there's no locked out in this, uh, or no opt out in this 11 year deal. So I think this speaks, a, 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 a speaks volumes to who Manny is and,
2: and what he wants. And he's seen everything that's happened around him. As we said earlier, I think everything that uh, the Padres have done uh, yeah, has contributed sure. to everything that's happened. You know, I think Manny sees what's happening around him, the way Fernando saw what was happening around him, the way that uh, Bogart saw what was happening here and elected to come to San Diego and and Darvish and Musgrove and everything else. Uh, this Padre team has been well put together. Now all that remains is to... Uh, Go out and have a tremendous 2023 season. Uh, some other quick notes for you along the uh, sports beat before we get to Chris versus the fans. The Washington Commanders have decided, alas, that Carson Wentz is not their guy. After one season, they have released the veteran quarterback. Be interesting to see who and where and who you know decides to pick this guy up. I mean, he's gone from an MVP candidate a few years ago to an unwanted man. The uh, Colts released him last year. The Commanders picked him up, and now the Commanders have released him. So we'll see what ends up uh, with uh, Carson Wentz. Uh, and uh, the NBA. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. We'll <laughs> talk more about it in a little bit, but I do have bad news for you, Tony.
1: Uh-oh.
2: Yeah, LeBron's already out tomorrow night. Against the Memphis Grizzlies, right foot soreness.
3: He, he, he listen, he, the man gutted through an ankle injury yesterday. You could tell he wasn't right. And this is to tell you how good he is. Once the ankle got, got uh, re-injured, he went into post mode, and I thought he put on some of the best footwork display we've seen in a while. I mean, he clearly couldn't be explosive, so he just played uh, low to the ground, pivots back downs. it was a it was a clinic he put on uh in, in last yesterday's ball game so i was expecting this he walked out of the arena with a pretty significant limp and you know they're going to have to find a way to get it done mr davis we're going to need one of them 30 and 15 performances like we got last night man <laughs> pick them pick your boy up let's go
2: well lakers uh with uh three wins in a row here And they've uh, at least moved into the number 12 spot in the Western Conference. But they're now just one game out of getting into the playoffs. Slowly but surely. Slowly but surely they're sneaking their way up. All right, Scraby, we are ready for some uh, Chris versus the fans. The callers are in. The contestants are ready. The questions are in the bank. Let's go.
1: If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself. Howdy-do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan.
2: Do we say what we're playing for? Because we have a new prize. Yes, we do. Uh, make sure you hold on loosely out there that uh, 38 Special fans will understand the reference. Oh, okay. all right. You're entered to see that group, 38 Special. In Las Vegas, after more than four decades together, 38 Special remains a fan favorite. Southern rock band. See them live in concert on April 28th in the National Theater at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. You'll qualify for a trip to Las Vegas, including two tickets to the show and a two-night stay at Westgate Las Vegas.
4: The rules. Yes. You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. And if you're a first-time player, player you need to let us player, know. Player! 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 Oh, wow. Good good one, Chris. <laughs> you need to let us know before we get into the first question because you can skip it if for your first time and go to question number two. Bueno. Word up. (laughs) Well,
3: all right. Well, let's get to uh, our first contestant of the game Rudy. Rudy. Rudy, welcome to the show. Happy Monday to you. How are you guys? Good. How are you, Rudy? I'm
2: great. I'm a first time player. Ah! First time (laughs) player!
1: I love it, Although I did
2: watch. Although I did once get a chance to play golf with uh, Chris uh, when I watched something, a Mighty 1090 or one of those things. Uh, oh, those oh. Else,
3: that's awesome.
4: I'm sorry you had to watch Chris golf. Oh, stop. <laughs> it was fun. We
3: had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rudy, let's get to the first question. Second question. Excuse me. Excuse question, me. Yes. I stand <laughs> correct. The second question. Here we go. Sparky Anderson was the first manager in history to win two Manager of the Year awards. Which team did he win them? He won Four. with
4: Cincinnati and I believe Detroit. Mm. Yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm clicking it. I know. I'm clicking Ding. it. Fair. There. There we go. go. I, mean, I mean, it was like clicking it for like Man, ever. Rudy sweated out. Here we go. Everybody yeah. looked at me and I, had, I was nervous.
2: Oh, God. So
4: am I.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Question number three. This is a doozy of a question, right here. This is this is this is a good one. What former Padres pitcher, who was acquired from the Yankees, was optioned to make way for Fernando Tatis Jr. to make his big league debut? Get
2: that one more time.
3: What former Padres pitcher, who was acquired from the Yankees, was optioned to make way for Fernando Tatis Jr. to make his big league debut?
1: Oh man, I remember it like it was yesterday, but I don't remember the guy's
3: name. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tough one.
1: That's uh,
2: really tough. I I, I I don't know. I don't.
4: Know. All right, all right. You don't know. I'm guessing Chris doesn't either because this is a tough one. <laughs> but what 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 is the question? I
2: don't even understand. There
4: was a, <laughs> okay, it was a it was there a, a pitcher that was
2: who had been with the Yankees. I was
4: trying to provide hints within the question. Right.
2: He came from the Yankees or he went to the Yankees? No, he
3: came from the Yankees. He was on the Padres team. When it came time for Fernando to come up yeah. and make his debut, this pitcher was optioned down.
2: Really, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> you that's all really you got good news for you, Rudy. <laughs> You're going to uh, have a chance to go to Las Vegas. I don't even have a guess. Uh, Yankee. I. Yeah, I know. Trying to, I'm hoping somebody pops into my head, but I'm running out of time. So,
4: I'll take wow! The <laughs> nice job, Rudy. Stay on the line.
3: Well, that was a quick game. The that answer, was. and this guy, poor guy, he was he yeah. was maligned quite a bit. Yes. Brian Mitchell, yeah, was Brian the name of that
2: Mitchell. Pitcher. Oh boy. <laughs> 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 oh <Oy> boy. <laughs> no wonder I put him out of my mind.
3: I apologize. Yeah, he was. I felt bad for he Brian was, Mitchell. He was. Uh, he was much maligned uh, while he was. Um, well, he didn't do very vehicle. well here.
2: He, he did, fortunately. He, he,
4: he also did. didn't really have much of a chance.
3: <laughs> he, well, he, uh, he he can't, he he not What deal? It was like a big deal when we got him too. Yeah. To who,
4: Let me go look up the deal real quick. But I know he was a Yankee.
3: He yeah, definitely was a Yankee.
2: I, no, I'm I'm aware. I'm I'm agreeing on that.
3: Rudy, hang on the line. Uh, Mr. Scraby will get uh, your information. Get you. Go ahead, Scraby.
4: Wait a second. Is this true? Chase Headley,
3: yeah, I think. Yankee
4: the the headline is Yanks deal Headley and Mitchell to SD for Jabari Blash. I
3: think that's right. I yeah, think that's that, right. Is. that was that was in the um, that was the tough days, right there. Wait, Chase
2: Headley was a Yankee before he was a Padre. I thought it was the other way around. No, he he, he went was to the a, Yankees. Yeah,
3: he got he came back in the trade. Yeah. Remember, he spent the one season. Oh, okay. with us in like twenty was seventeen.
4: I, I think know. it was twenty seventeen. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It was,
2: I don't know. Yeah. This is a this is such a tough question. I couldn't have. I have no no uh, knowledge of, of, of. the I whole don't situation.
4: remember Chase Headley being the guy going in this trade, but it, he it, wasn't it's, it's a right significant
3: piece. But do you remember Jabari Blash had the you know he had a ton of talent and there was a lot of you know big kid thought they could uh, the Yankees probably thought they could. Getting going in the right direction, but at the time they agreed,
4: out. the Yankees it agreed didn't. to a one-year deal with CC Sabathia. That's why, yeah, they... it
3: didn't it didn't uh, turn out well for either team in terms of production. That they you know, got. it's really so.
2: remarkable some of the guys that have come through here that you expected greatness from, that it just hasn't worked out for. Uh, I saw one of them on a roster the other day. Remember, Franchi Cordero?
4: Oh yeah. I
2: mean, I thought that guy was going to be absolutely unbelievable one of the great hitters in Padre history. Uh, my guy, Fran Mil Reyes, who's hooked on, I think, as a minor league contract Royals. with the Royals now. Uh, you know, there's so many guys that have come through here. Uh, Luis Urias, who's, you know, having a nice little career with Milwaukee. But, I mean, these are the guys that were going to lead the Padres to the promised land before, you know, the likes of this team got put together. And... Uh, you know, Manuel Margot is now in Tampa Bay. Travis Jankowski is still running around somewhere. Hunter Renfro. I, I, Hunter I, Renfro's I in Anaheim now with the Angels. You know, yeah, Phil listen... Maton, he's been pitching for Cleveland. They're all kind of around Josh Naylor, Chris Paddock. I mean, these are guys were all Cal Quantrill, all before Manny arrived and before kind of the newer regime. And they're all now, Manny was are here pad- for. Manny was
3: here for for, for, for like half of, of those yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, some
2: of those guys. But I, I'm going back to the season before he got here, and just naming some of the guys on the roster, and it's just amazing what we expected from all those guys, and how we thought it was possible, but now you compare some of those guys to what they have now, it's not night and day, but it's at least. Late no, it's noon and, and day. No, it's it's night and day. Yeah,
3: it's night and day. You, yeah, it's, night night. Night. <laughs> it's night and day.
2: And the reality is,
3: you know, I hate to say this now, but they didn't have that chance even when we were thinking they had that chance. Yeah, right. right. We, 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 we lined up, up the Padres roster in 2017, and we lined it up against whoever the best teams were, Dodgers, Astros. We, we they weren't, we weren't even on the same playing field yeah. in a lot of cases. But, you know that's the beauty thing about baseball. Every year, you feel, everybody has a chance until you don't. And but that's the 2019
2: the Padres, Padres have so many guys that are still playing in Major League Baseball. The
3: 2019 Padres were a different story. That that to me, the 2019 Padres were a team that was that was coming. Right now, some of those pieces that you mentioned, the Hunter Renfro's, the 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 Uriuses,
2: Ty France those, was on that club. Those
3: those those deals led to getting the, the people more they complete have now the team that they have now. Yeah. So, you know, those guys are hunter Renfro's doing a doing a heck of a job. So is Urdeus. We know what Ty France is doing. Um, you know, I'm sure I'm missing a few of those names that are actually that are having success. Well Nelson
2: Lamette was going to be a superstar pitcher on that team. Now he's kinda hanging on. Margot was on that team. He's having a nice career in Tampa Bay. Yeah. yeah Will so, Myers, Josh Naylor these are all guys that are playing. Yeah, Naylor, elsewhere.
3: Naylor. was a big, had a big uh, year mm-hmm. last year, including yes, the playoffs he when yes, he got he that team in there. So yeah. th- it's not that those, the, especially once you got into like the 2018, 2019 version of the Padres, those guys had talent, and that is why the Padres were able to flip them and bring in more talent because those guys can play, and so you know, they may not be the, the the look like the superstars that you have on this roster, but. Those guys certainly uh, can play. All right, let's get to break. We are well over. When we come back, Chris and I have been talking about this. We've both been on different sides of this opinion. I think I'm coming around to Chris's side. The Bears may be leaning towards moving something. More Gwen and Chris on the way. Here's some traffic.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line
1: connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Well, welcome back.
2: 423 is the time. Crisella, Tony Gwynn Jr. Gwynn and Chris. 97.3 The Fan. little mix up there. Thought Tony was bringing us back. Tony thought I was bringing us back. I'm like
4: Tony went to break. Chris should have been Scraby bringing. Oh, us Oh, sorry, Tony. I'm, I'm still getting Wait. used to this. There you are. There you are.
3: Okay, so I was already brought us back, but nobody heard it apparently, right? Because I was turned down. Yeah, because oh, I, I thought it was Chris's. I thought it was Chris's thing.
2: It actually took two hours, but there it is. I I, the first I actually total flub up by Matt Scraby today. I would like to. I would oh, technically love to see technically
3: you run the board. technically is his second. I did ask Wait, for some what? sound earlier. That he, it, I asked for some sound earlier, and he wasn't there for it. And we were just waiting for a little bit. And I think Chris, you came on and said, "Well, that was we talked about this before, during the break, something That's like right. that, right?" I accept. I accept that one
2: over under <laughs> every day is at least one and a half. And today you've gone over your number of flubs.
3: I, I would say we need to set the number at two. It's. I think it starts there. You know what? If we're gonna start
4: talking about my mistakes, I would like to start talking about. <laughs> Every time that Tony's computer gets a text message and every time Chris misses a read on our list.
3: Listen, listen, I will say this. I know that I make mistakes and so does everybody else. You know why? Because you play them during during the show all the time. So there's that. (laughs) Good point. There's that. Good point. We're just getting back. (laughs) I know.
4: I know. I do. And I, I totally accept blame for the first mistake. Second mistake just forgot
2: before we get to this Justin Fields thing i promised the uh, <laughs> i promised the people at santana high school and classical academy high school how many I times would, is
4: this classical academy going
2: to come up on the show for the well, first time they obviously got they obviously got some good sports they've got some good teams uh classical academy high and santana high played in the division 5 boys championship basketball game last thursday night and i was privileged enough to referee this game tony i have to give a shout out to both schools their administration their coaches and their fans and of course the players they put on an amazing show awesome championship game triple overtime thriller tony jr and uh congrats to classical academy which won the game and gets to move on into the state playoffs but uh that was a lot of fun, and I got to, I didn't have a chance to thank them on Friday because I wasn't on Friday. So I wanted to tip I, I my do cap wanna, to both squads. I
3: do want to. I believe Francis Parker ended up winning the whole thing in the division. Oh, Two. in the soccer, soccer oh, girl. after so, knocking out we,
2: uh, the little devils. The, <laughs> the little <laughs> devils. Yeah. Yes,
3: after knocking out the little devils, right. I believe Francis Parker ended up winning.
2: All right, good for them. You're on TV right now, by the way, if you're wondering, on uh, Bally Sports San Diego. Yes, I'm you are. on TV. Yeah, you were just a moment ago. Padres top five counting down. Number one, Trevor Hoffman, and you were doing
3: a, a I Padres guess a, top five oh, show. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I remember doing that. Yeah, I remember you did. doing that. You did it. I um, I was going to say, that I, I hope I'm not on TV, because, you know, that would mean cameras are in my uh, apartment somewhere. So, yeah. You know, I, I'm glad that you guys uh, kind of explained. Exactly how I was on TV. All right, let's get to Justin Fields. Because I have been on the side of trading Justin Fields. And getting, you know, a handsome fee. Ransom. Handsome,
2: ransom. (laughs) Handsome, ransom. I didn't realize that Um, came together like that, but
3: it does. I didn't realize it was going to come together either like that, but uh, thank you for for leading me down that road. Um, Chris has been on the other side of this argument. And I think I have come around to Chris's side. And here's my logic. It seems like that number one pick can get you pretty much the same thing that Justin Fields can get you. However, there may not be another quarterback that although Justin Fields is raw right now in terms of his passing, he has a whole lot of the other makeup that you you, you want to be a quarterback. Now... I started thinking about Lamar Jackson when he first came into the league, and how he was very similar to Justin Fields. He had a he had an arm talent, but wasn't the most accurate. wasn't didn't see things as early as you needed to. But we've seen how he's improved. Now I don't know what the Bears have in terms of being able to kind of cultivate a, a quarterback and 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 help him progress but i of the quarterbacks in the draft i'm not sure that you're going to get much better than Justin Fields so i've come around to your side on this chris i think they should keep justin fields trade the number 1 pick and put the pieces around him necessary and coach him up to be the better passer
2: trade the number 1 pick get him get, get yourself 3 or 4 players yeah yeah let the uh let the indianapolis colts or the houston texans or whoever it is that wants to make that trade with you you know, try to develop uh, Brian Young. I, I again, we, I'm not sold on Brian Young. Uh, I think CJ Stroud's the better pro prospect, but I'm that's an unofficial rating coming from just me. Uh, I, I'm not a I'm not an expert like uh, like Mel Kuyper or uh, what's the other guy's name who knows everything? <laughs> Todd McShay. Todd McShay, yeah. Between the two of them, they know everything uh, in, in, on the planet. So. Uh, far be it for me to disagree with them, but I know that they they think that uh, Bryant Young's going to be the next great quarterback. Uh, maybe they'll both be next great quarterbacks, but I, I think Justin Fields deserves a chance to stay in Chicago. Uh, he completed 60% of his passes last year. He was on his back fifty fives. times. Imagine a guy like that having such poor protection – that he was sacked 55 times, Tony, and the ability he has to run around. If you give him the guy a a line and some protection, give him a couple of wide receivers, he didn't really have anybody to throw to last year either. Um, I I don't know. I saw him play at one tremendous game, and maybe it was just because I saw that game against Miami, that he was putting passes right on the money and running for well over 100 yards. I think the guy's got, got a chance to be pretty good in the NFL. So if I was the Bears, that's why I would do it. I I, I would not uh I would not trade him away because then I would need to draft his replacement right. and I'd be right back right. where I started.
3: Yeah, keep so. that
2: keep that already number high
3: pick that you, you've used already and start to build around him. An offensive line would be nice. You know, start there. Start he had there. Eleven 1,
2: hundred yards rushing last year.
3: That's my point. Like if my you can protect this guy at all, he's a problem to deal with. Right. Big problem. If you give him protection where the defense actually has to go back into past defense, and you can protect him for just... You don't even have to protect him as long as you protect some of the other quarterbacks, because he can move. So, I, I think this is the way it sounds like, according to reports, that that is the way the Bears are leaning right now. They're leaning towards moving that pick and starting to put the pieces around Justin Fields. And, Chris, I... I think that's their quickest way to, to getting back to, to being relevant in the NFL again.
2: I think so. The other thing is is that uh, apparently uh, Young, Bryce Young is not going to throw at the uh, Combine. How much longer is the Combine going to survive? That's Scrabby, a great me question. A, it seems like more and more guys are kind of opting out of the Combine. I think it's important for the fringe player yeah. to show what they can do. So I understand why you would want to have it if you're a – you know, kind of a fringe draft choice. But it seems like the guys that are already solid, they don't want anything to do with this Combine. So how much longer is the NFL going to be able to sell this to us? We actually
4: had a uh, Big Five question about this maybe two weeks ago that the NFLPA said that they're over the Combine. And and I saw a news release. I didn't actually read the report, but I I do know that teams will be fine draft picks and money if they ask any any uh, players some ridiculous questions like they have in the past.
3: I, I think Chris is on to something. I think what we're going to see in the future is you'll see less, I don't know, top 15 picks, 20. You'll see less of those guys going.
4: If a team and really it, wants to see someone, they'll go to their pro day.
3: But here's the thing. it's This is a, this is an easy – and, and that's the, the other thing that raises your antennas is the fact that the NFLPA – is saying they no longer want to do it, right? Because this used to be the easiest way for the non-first-rounders to be seen and to get all the numbers that they needed. I think what we're going to see is we're going to see less of those higher-round picks going and and participating, uh, maybe other than the interview process. And you'll see more of the guys who are the fringe guys, maybe taking center stage uh in those, in that combine it may not be as um easy to put on tv right cuz you know, you ain't going to get those high guys at high draft picks anymore but going to be plenty of athletes going and you know people will tune in to watch it for sure
4: because i really need to see Big lineman in spandex Rumbling running, down the field running in, in slow motion with their seconds. spandex,
3: it, with their plumber, with their plumber crack showing yeah. as they're going <laughs> down. The, the yeah. <laughs> yeah, the other stuff showing too. Sometimes must see
2: TV, man. Yeah. Must see TV, man.
3: Although <laughs> I, I did see an old school one. I don't even think it was an old school combine. I think it was an old school Pro Bowl. Uh, remember the the offensive lineman Allen for the Cowboys was it was it uh, uh, Larry, Larry Allen, Allen.
0: Larry, Larry.
3: Allen. he yeah. he he put up 225 like 45 times it was amazing and it wasn't that. even like effort and he wasn't even like breathing hard it wasn't like you know for those who've ever bench pressed you get to that like last rep that you can do and your arms are like <laughs> shaking out of your
2: your shoulder <laughs> yes, socket yeah, right. he's just
3: pumping these things up like he's just doing regular pushups it was it was pretty pretty sweet to see all right. We've talked enough about that. Let's get to the break. When we come back, Scraby and his big five take center stage. Morgan and Chris on the way.
4: I'll just bring us in then. Yeah, bring us in, William, really, because we're off. We need to get back. I don't know. We're all pointing at each other in the cameras and we're all well, out of whack. I, listen,
3: I told you I technically brought us back. Uh, you guys just couldn't hear me. I had all I had the whole Sam Levitt read, I had everything going. And oh man, I you was, even did a read. I was wondering I was wondering why, like, you guys were, like, just ignoring me. Chris is, like, bringing on. I was like, what is going on?
4: <laughs> Chris, you are the name in the sheet for this segment. Yes, I so. am.
3: Yeah. We we are all messed up because of the last We're last completely confused.
2: This hour is sponsored by 5-Hour Energy. Visit 5hourenergy.com. Replace your afternoon coffee with 5-Hour Energy. It's perfect when you're feeling coffee'd out. And your stomach will think you discover five hour energy. Learn more at fivehourenergy.com. A couple of quick baseball notes before we get to the big five. One, results are already in, Tony. Games are on average 23 minutes quicker in spring training through the first weekend. Yes, the pitch clock is not going to go anywhere. And the other news I never, ever, ever would root for somebody to get injured. However, When that player is a key member of the Dodgers, a little pop in the knee doesn't exactly bother me too much. Gavin Lux today, carted off the field during the Padre-Dodger game, suffered a right knee injury. He was running from second to third base, and uh, there was a throw coming in his direction, so he altered his path and his right knee buckled. Oh. Dodgers manager Dave Roberts said after the game that Lux, quote, heard something pop outside of the knee. Uh, Lux will undergo an MRI, and uh, the team did not provide any additional information. Like I said, don't root for anybody to get hurt, but if Gavin Lux is out for four or five months, it's not going to hurt my feelings, I must tell you. Sorry. Sorry. Doing What's anything I can to make sure we go to the World Even Series. Even I year, wouldn't Tony. say that. Yeah, yes, you we
3: would. We definitely don't want to see anybody like having torn ACLs or you know anything that's associated with a pop. All but. right, a month. <laughs> How
2: about a month? A well, month. I mean, well, a, go give, a, month?
4: a month gives them back at, at
2: like opening day time. So <laughs> <laughs> let's go three. How about two months? Uh, two months. Uh, Do I hear two months? Do I hear two? Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half.
3: Alright. Yeah, Gavin Lux had to be carted off uh, yeah. of, of of that game. So yeah. um, they'll have to figure it. Remember, this was going to be his 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 year, right? They they it's a big let time year for him. Yeah. Trey Turner walk. Uh, they let Justin Turner walk in part because they were ready to see what some of these young guys uh, are going to be able to do. And unfortunately for Gavin Lux, he'll have to wait a little bit longer.
2: We will see, hopefully, uh, honest. uh, As I get back to being honest here, I hope that he's fine. We'll hear about the uh, Dodgers will provide more information, I'm sure, as soon as they get the uh, results on the MRI. So they'll keep their fingers crossed there as we head to a check of traffic and then Scraby's Big Five.
1: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight better than reward you put in the hours the energy the tough labor you are a fighter and modella is your reward modella the mark of a fighter trick responsibly beer imported by crown Port, chicago illinois It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one. The only.
4: Oh, my God. Who the hell cares?
1: The big five starts now on 973 the fan.
4: I would just like to say that it's 4, 44 and 50 seconds on the clock. If we do not finish the big five, this is not my this is not my fault.
1: <laughs> Number five.
4: So
3: I beg you different.
4: One of my favorite Padres last season, Nabil Crismat is trying to make the Padres team on opening day, and he's going to be going to the WBC to pitch as a starter for Columbia. Here he is talking about his discussions with the front office and what his role with the team may be.
0: If I if I
2: make the team, I'm going to be in the bullpen uh, starting the year. But uh, I'm just available to whatever they need. I'm just building up my to be a starter right now to to go to the World Baseball Classic. So I'm really open for whatever they need for me and. Just be that guy that if they need one inning, one inning. If they be more than one inning, I'm here for whatever they need, you know.
4: One of our favorite interviews from last year on Friday Friday was Nabil when he was talking about how he buys presents and no one about how Christmas and how no one gives him the presents anymore. <laughs> I thought that was pretty hilarious. But, uh, Chris, you're up first here. What do you think the fate of Nabil Chris, Matt, is for 2023?
2: I don't know. I don't have any time, so I'm going to pass it right to Tony. <laughs> That's an easy way of getting out of an answer. Tony?
3: I think he's going to have a, a significant role in, in 162. So you got to think about everything that Nabil did last year. Um, he was dependable. It was somebody that Beaumel knew could get out, especially early in the season. Really, all through until like the last quarter, last third of the season. Um, and so... Um, I think he'll have. I think he'll have a role. I don't know what that role will be. It'll probably be a swing role. He might be on the the shuttle bus going up and down from uh, taxi El Paso. Squad. Yeah, and I don't know about taxi squad, but El Paso. He might be on a taxi squad too. I can see that. But I think he's going to have a role. I, I do at some point. I think it was Doug Bowmel said something like fifty-five guys they used last year, and mm. all the way to the NLCS. I think there's room for a Bill Chrismat, especially in a 55. We're talking.
2: This guy was uh, five and one. Oh wait, I'm sorry, four. you already, you already uh, gave up
4: your spot. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Chris. What a jerk. <laughs> He's the one who did it. He was five and one. I got nothing. No, keep going. I think people will enjoy what you're about to say. I can't believe I just said that.
2: Five and one with a 1.83 ERA at the All-Star break last year. That is good. There. Well,
4: I just gotta say, I thought you had more. So, <laughs> <laughs> Tony, we need you back in this room. It balances the it balances the uh, energy. Number four. In the latest Bracketology report from ESPN's Joe Lunardi, the Aztecs have moved up to a six seed against eleven seed West Virginia. The, down seat, down seat. the downside of this is that they are now in the East bracket and will have to travel to New York instead of a, being a seven seed in the Las Vegas bracket. Tony, would you rather have a higher seed and short travel or a lower seed and long travel? Higher seed meaning like 10, 11, 12, you know, those things. Lower seed being 1 through 6 or whatever. So what would you I rather you have? Take
3: the, I think you take the lower seed because that generally means that you're facing... Weaker opponents. If you're a higher seed staying close to home, you might be at home, but you're going to face a much more difficult opponent. And I think the the Aztecs in particular have gone the route of staying close to home but being a high seed hasn't worked out for them. So I'm going to go a different route this time. I'm going to say lower seed, travel, play lesser opponent. Think that's the, the mix.
4: Chris, would you rather have a higher seat and sh- short travel or a lower seat and long travel? Agree with Tony. Is this what we're doing now? Is this <laughs> what we're doing now? <laughs> can you this please, is your fault, Scrapey. Can you please expand, Chris? <laughs> I would
2: love to hear what you have to say. I certainly don't have anything worthwhile to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You <laughs> very rarely do. Yeah, I know you have something to say. Apparently. Please. Please. Told you I agree with Tony. Number three. I'm not even going to play that game anymore.
3: This needs to be an open for sure. (laughs) Uh,
4: I got a, a, I guess it's called a push notification. That's what they are. I got one of those earlier today, and the title of it was MLB set salary record. And the push notification said average player salary rose 14.8% to $4.22 million last season, the highest average ever and largest increase since Two thousand, Chris. What does this tell you about the state of baseball contracts?
2: Uh, I don't know what it tells me about contracts, but it tells me this: that the uh, the um, increase in revenue is probably at an all time high as well for these owners. And I understand that it makes sense, and it's easier for all of us to understand when we just look at the average player salaries. But you know these these ball clubs continue to be worth more and more and more as time goes by. And, you know, the revenue, I, I just think the revenue's there or they wouldn't be spending this money. So, you know, I don't really buy into this whole owners are, you know, the game is running amok and the salaries are running amok. They they wouldn't pay it if they didn't have it.
4: That's a really good point, Chris. I mean, I, I'm being genuine in that. Tony?
3: Yeah, don't be fooled. But that the, the salaries are up 14.9% from last year to this year but if you go back to two three previous year all we were talking about was how salaries were going down and so if you really want to to check just look at what each owner bought the team for and what it's worth right now that's all you need to do
4: it'll tell you everything you need to know it'll tell you everything. they're making plenty of money number two Former Reds announcer Tom Brenneman was infamously fired in August 2020 for uttering a homophobic slur on the air during a Reds game on Fox Sports Ohio. Since then, he has been in the mainstream exile, but some in Cincinnati think it's time to bring Brenneman back. Last week, Cincinnati Inquirer columnist Jason Williams wrote a column arguing that it was time for Brenneman to get a second chance. He has... Uh... Oh, Brenneman has been out of broadcasting since... That all went down in 2020. If you want to find out what he said, you can search for it. We've already talked about it on this show a couple times. But, Tony, do you think what Tom Bredeman said deserved a quote unquote life sentence?
3: No, I don't think any other, outside of harming someone else physically, um, I don't know that anything deserves a life sentence. That's a long, life is a long time. Um, I think he has just I know he has been punished right we haven't I, I haven't we haven't seen him since then yeah since the incident went down so I think he has
4: like a YouTube show is what he's doing right now
3: well I mean it gonna me rephrase I haven't seen anything from him in, 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 since that incident ha- has happened so you guys know i'm I'm always all for people who can sh- show contrition um, and remorse and also get a second chance.
4: Chris uh, do you think what Tom Brennerman said deserved a quote unquote life sentence
2: I don't uh, I'm about second chances uh, what he said was uh, you know it was it was That's bad yeah. I, I mean yeah. it, there's no there's no going back there but yeah everybody should be I mean especially when it comes to the spoken word I mean it's tough we speak thousands of words every day on this show I mean it's almost impossible to get them all right you know fortunately. You know, I don't think just because somebody says something by it slips out it doesn't always mean they believe it either. So sometimes they do.
4: Yeah, we have no idea whether or we not don't he know did, but.
2: what he was thinking. It was you he know, thought he
4: was off the air, which doesn't excuse it at all. No, it but, doesn't. Yeah. But he he's was.
2: he's been punished enough. So, yeah, I would be for giving him another opportunity. I think he'd be pretty contrite if he got another chance.
4: He's he's most famous for his apology when Nick Castellanos hit the home run, and he had decided to call the home run in the middle of the apology. I mean, that was talent. That's not funny. But it's funny. It's, yeah, number one. All right, this came in on Twitter at JT Mode Two at Matt Scraby. Question for you all: With the belief that the Padres will be successful all year and beyond, fans showing up, merchandise, advertisements, and other money making products. Would that attract an NFL owner to relocate and or expansion team? Upgrade, Snapdragon, of course. Chris, what do you think? Do you think the Padres fandom will help lure another NFL team here?
2: Uh, I think it could, but I think the leadership in this city would prevent it from ever happening. I have no faith in the leadership of this of this community.
4: All right, Tony. Do you see
2: anywhere that somebody's making a push for this? Um.
4: Do no.
3: I? No, 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 I don't. They're, 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 they're just
4: like wondering. This. They're just wondering. I, I know, yeah. but I as, I, that's as what much I'm as
3: saying. as as much as I would love for that to be the case. I, I don't know that the NFL is we're even on their radar anymore. Honestly, yeah. Um, I I, I, I know. It. First of all, there's no place for them to play. That that start there. That is that is the the big problem. But you know, I, I don't know that the NFL is. They may be turned off at this point uh, from, from coming here. They're making boatloads of cash without San Diego anyway. So, I mean, as much as I would love to have a football team back here, I don't think so.
2: Ship has sailed. It's going to be a long, long time before we get an opportunity to get it back. I yes. believe.
4: Uh, real quick, two things. That's it for the Big Five. LeBron James. Don't tell me. I already ESPN pop-up. Could miss several Significant weeks time. with a right foot injury. Also, apparently there was a big old earthquake. Uh, a lot of people are texting me saying that Big we had, old
3: earthquake? Where?
4: Here in San Diego they said there was a good earthquake about four thirty. I didn't feel did you know, feel it, Chris? There's no such thing earthquake. as a good
1: earthquake, <laughs> yeah. Tony and I spoke <laughs> okay. the same thing. There. Okay,
4: a good earthquake means <laughs> like, like a yeah, you could feel it. Like you, yeah, you're well, like wow, this is it. an earthquake. I didn't feel it either, but mm. apparently a lot of people felt it. So
2: All right. everybody stay safe out there. Yes be careful <laughs> happy hours coming this, up next you're gonna get a chance to win some tickets to some stuff
4: this is your segment chris <laughs> to some stuff is, is what he just said i don't have the kso wins
2: country fest yes that's the stuff don't I'm call, now. call, no, don't call now i'll let you know when to call but stick around for your shot as Gwen and chris continue
0: for some stuff this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy